Hi everyone, and welcome back to Don't Praise the Machine, with me, Alexander Holland, and my friend, John Maloney. And yeah. today, as I speak to you, I can see that you're wearing a cap. Yeah. I don't know, this is too, this is too stilted. Where'd you get, what's on that cap? Yeah. And I said, shut up until the car starts. Because I think it's a bit like, I experienced this when I became housemates in my 20s with people that I had been friends with. And then you kind of saw the housemateship eclipse the friendship in ways that were sometimes unexpected and painful. And I'm hoping that we'll go through a similar journey. Oh, I see. With with the podcast where, because now when we have private conversations and one of us says something funny, it's like, oh, we kind of wish we were recording. Yeah, stop saying that because I want to have a genuine reaction on the podcast. <laughs> exactly. And it's so, I don't know, it's kind of, I can see it evolving to some strange strange and disturbing places. Much like housemates, I expect that eventually after one of these podcasts, I'll just send you a passive-aggressive text message that says, <laughs> John, you, you left a bunch of dirty dishes in the yeah. sink again for the third time last night. In the toilet. <laughs> And it's okay every once in a while, we all have a big night and we don't feel like washing up, Yeah, but I'm feeling disrespected. <laughs> yeah. There were, as you know, you were around in those days. I used to get some, some interesting, uh, not talking about any particular era or any particular housemate, just used to get some interesting, <laughs> elaborate, passive aggressive notes. Yeah. And I remember one that springs to mind is... <clears throat> which I, I'm sure I shared with you at the time, was when somebody wrote on the toilet door, on a, they, they blue-tacked a bit of paper to the toilet door that said, please flush, because obviously somebody had ah. left a nard in there. And, <laughs> and I liked <laughs> How do you know? You, you, you're sure it was number two that people were I leaving? Yes, I mean, you'd have to be fairly... I'm, I'm personally not offended when somebody leaves... Piss in the toilet. If it's yellow, let it mellow. Yeah, exactly. I, that's my philosophy. I mean, I sometimes take the view, if it's brown, you could let it mellow. If it's really late at night <laughs> and you're going to upset people. If it's explosive diarrhea that's breached the bowl, <laughs> let it mellow. <laughs> that's, that's the John Maloney approach. Yeah, just let it. If it's vomit, blood and shit... <laughs> On the ceiling, let it mellow. <laughs> I just let everything mellow. <laughs> I had McDonald's as a McDonald's is such a treat for me these days, hmm. and I yeah. savor it like you like it was like you wouldn't believe. Went to the Collinswood McDonald's where you would have been before. I think John, it's the one on. Northeast Road. I sat on the grass area of Northeast Road and there was just tons of traffic screaming past. <laughs> Six lanes of traffic on an and a Big Mac. Lovely. I don't know. Every time I eat it, I think this is just something that I've been indoctrinated to like. It's actually it's because not... you always felt an affinity with Grimace. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Because I was often... I was often grimacing as a child. Yeah, you were grimacing and, as a child. Uh, and as a child, I used to say that my hero was Neil Armstrong and yours was Grimace. <laughs> and we did, 
one day we had to do a class assignment on modern day prophets and everyone was like Gandhi and Martin Luther King, Nelson Mandela. And I was just, I just came in with a A3 cardboard paper with a bunch of stick on photographs of groomers. You just had, you said this purple blob has inspired me. This purple hamburger blob has inspired me more than, I don't know who any of these people are that you're talking about. <laughs> and I don't much care. Does he have a backstory? Ah, oh, man. I oh, fuck. I, if he doesn't, we'll have to give him one. <laughs> he was there. Must I'm like, gonna like the Joker? We should do it a gr- Grimace prequel movie. I'm interested to know if Grimace gets his own Wikipedia page. What do you reckon? Right. So let's have a look. Or if he's just mentioned in a General McDonald's article. Or a general McDonald's children's page. Uh, one sec. Grimace. Grimace composer. Grimace animals. McDonald's redirected from Grimace character. Okay, here we go. So yeah, he's it's in the it's in the he doesn't get his own page. He's in the McDonald's yeah. characters. He's in McDonald's article under characters. We That's have. That's a disgrace, in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> Who do you reckon's? I, I could guess four that would be in here. Should get his own website. <laughs> Not have to be diminished by being one page on Wikipedia. How many McDonald's characters can you name, John? Starting with the most obvious. Uh, let's see. Ronald McDonald. Correct. And then yep. the Hamburglar. Yep. And then Grimace. Yeah. Can you get any more? And that's probably about it. I can think of one more because they had to get a girl in. Which one? Birdie. 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 I don't know who that is. Yeah, she's the girl one. And this, I don't think we had this guy in Australia. There's Mayor Mac Tonight. That was it. Yeah. Mac Tonight was a, was a late <laughs> 80s, early 90s promo. Yeah. The moon guy. But there was apparently, <laughs> maybe this was in the US, there was somebody called Mayor McCheese. Mayor, oh, Mc- yeah. Mayor McCheese, Officer Big Mac, Captain Crook. The Professor, oh. Fry Kids, Burley, Birdie and the Early Bird, and the Happy Mill Gang, Uncle O'Grimacy, the McNugget <laughs> Bud. This sounds like I'm making this up. Listen to this. The Happy Mill Gang, Uncle O'Grimacy, the McNugget Buddies, Vulture Sunday, <laughs> I Am Hungry, and, and Mike the Microphone. Wow. It sounds like a fucking Jefferson Airplane album. <laughs> But here, yeah, as as you um asked, Grimace, Grimace, <laughs> Grimace is a large purple monster who was first introduced in November 1971 as the evil Grimace. Ah, so he's had ah. a he's had a 180. In Grimace's first appearance, he was one of the original main antagonists and was depicted with two pairs of arms, which were then used to steal sodas and shakes. Evil was soon dropped from Grimace's name, and he was reintroduced in 1972 as a protagonist. Wow! Where he where he only has one set of arms. He was a rather clumsy but still amiable monster. From then on. Wow. Do you remember a character called the the Noid? Well, I I only know that from a Simpsons episode. There's a good uh, story about the Noid. The Noid was an advertising character for Domino's Pizza in right. the 80s, created in the 80s. Show sponsor, Domino's. 
Yeah, that's right. Shout out Domino's. Thank you very much for the free gifts this week. <laughs> I've been enjoying the hot packed pizza carrier. Um, clad in a red skin tight rabbit eared bodysuit with a black N inscribed in a white circle on his chest, the noise was a physical manifestation of all the challenges inherent in getting a pizza delivered in 30 minutes or less. Ah. Though persistent, his efforts were repeatedly thr- thwarted. And then I want to say, don't want to take you to this story, <clears throat> Kenneth Lamar Noyd. On January 30th, 1989, Kenneth Lamar Noyd, a mentally ill man who thought the ad campaign was a personal attack on him, oh. entered a Domino's restaurant in Georgia armed with a 357 Magnum and held two employees hostage for over five hours. After telling the employees that Domino's owner had stolen his name, he forced them to call the headquarters and demand $100,000 in a white limousine as getaway transportation. He eventually became hungry and forced the employees to make him two special pizzas. Oh, no. While he ate the pizzas with his gun, the hostages on his lap, the hostages escaped. He surrendered to the police shortly thereafter. After the incident, police chief Reed Miller told reporters, he's paranoid. Noid was charged with kidnapping, aggravated assault, extortion, and possession of a firearm. He eventually killed himself. We maybe leave that out. Uh, (laughs) This... This incident has been insinuated to have caused Domino's Pizza to discontinue advertising using the Noid as the mascot, although this has been rejected by the company and advertisers. Wow. Um, And then in 2009, he was brought back for a limited run. So that's the happy, if checkered, history of the Noid. (laughs) Um, (laughs) One of of the challenges inherent in getting a pizza delivered (laughs) In 30 minutes or less, he's being taken hostage by a man who thinks you're mocking him. Um, (laughs) Fucking hell. (laughs) I'm trying to deal with that as the employee. If that guy comes in with a gun and is like, I'm Mr. Noid. You've stolen my name. Everyone get on the floor. (laughs) You you just go, oh, fuck. (laughs) I don't. I'm fucking making $7 an hour for this. been back at work for the past week or so. Previously, I was working from home. So I went back into Chambers, into Chambers, which is a fancy word for an office with barristers in it. And there was a few sort of interesting things that I recalled about that little world. One of the things that I, but the thing I was going to mention was at the bottom of my building, there's a gallery like an art gallery, but it's an art gallery that's devoted to essentially portraits of barristers and paraphernalia related to barristers. Mm. And I just find it like, I mean, we do a lot of talking about meditation, mindfulness, and the illusion of the self, Mm. you know, that you kind of try and get to if you engage in sort of sustained 
mindfulness practice, you kind of break down this illusion of the self. And to me, what's going on in that gallery is just like this kind of complete antithesis of any recognition of the of the non-existence of the self. I mean, imagine, it just blows my mind that in 2021, there are people who are getting really elaborate paintings done of themselves. Oh. And like, you know, like these are people who are still alive now. You know, most of them are a bit older because they've sort of made it and that's why they think they deserve to be immortalized in a painting. But, you know, they're probably no older than our parents and in many cases younger. And they get artists to come along and paint massive portraits of them like it's the fucking 18th century. And then they hang these portraits in this gallery so everyone can see what a big dog they are. And, of course, the portraits are all just them. Like there's a few which are kind of – which sort of break the mold and are a bit experimental, but – most of them are just very standard kind of, here's me looking very distinguished and important with my gown on, oh, okay. you know, like with some with some fancy books in the background. And But so hang on, this wh- like where a, is this gallery? Where are they, where, where are they being hung? In, in a gallery that's on the ground floor of the oh. office building where I work. So it's almost- so the building where I work is- That almost sounds like it's encouraged in the sense that there's a space which exists for you to yeah. put- There'd be no question. You'd be like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to put a portrait of myself in the purpose-built gallery for portraits of the lawyers, of the barristers that work here. Yeah, exactly. And they might be things that some, in some cases that people have kept at home that they've then decided to put on display in the gallery. But the the levels of ego, it just makes me want to run off and become a Buddhist because it's like, don't you see that you've just completely succumbed to this illusion that you're amazing and you matter and to the point where you've said, okay, yeah, I need to be immortalized in a painting and then I need to hang that painting in a public space where everyone can can marvel at my image. I mean, what you've lost your fucking mind. Like it's so and, weird. And how it's, it's sad that those people's uh, sense of themselves mm. comes from the approval of others of such a painting for example yeah. i'll put this up here exactly so that people will know that i'm yeah that i'm valuable that i'm worthy it just seems <laughs> it seems uh, it's the kind of thing when i was younger i would have thought oh they've made it they they're cool but it just seems sad now because if you it does seem because sad because you're so you're at the mercy of your, your your feelings and how you walk through the world are just at the mercy of what people who you don't even know or care about think of you. Yeah. I just think it's it's like it goes against pretty common sense principles about how we should be living our lives. It also perhaps speaks to the fact that they don't have people in their lives who would go... I'm sorry, did you say you were getting a very, very expensive painting of yourself commissioned that you're then going to hang in a gallery at the bottom of your office? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I mean, imagine that. You're a dick.
I was singing your favorite song on the way to the studio today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. The Thong Song by Cisco. <laughs> That's true. Guilty as charged. You always said that was one of the most moving songs that. Yeah. It was, you said your two favorite songs were Bridge Over Troubled Water and The Thong Song. <laughs> I remember when I, we've referred on the previous podcast to when I had a cellulitis infection and it got pretty dicey for a bit. And I said to you, look, I'm not saying I'm not going to come through this, but there's a few things I want you to take care of. Can you see if Cisco's available for the service? And if he's not, <laughs> can you get a live band in? <laughs> Just uh Cisco. Cisco gave the uh Cisco gave the eulogy and when he was describing you, he said, what I can say about John is that he was living La Vida Loca and he had dumps like a truck, truck, <laughs> truck, thighs like what, 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 baby move your butt, butt, butt. <laughs> I'm going to sing it again. That's what he said. <laughs> I'm just going to start this eulogy, this eulogy by saying, Ooh, that John's so scandalous. <laughs> he was always living la vida. I've spoken to John's. I didn't know John personally, but I've spoken to his parents. And they said he was always living la vida loca. And he had dumps like a truck. What does dumps like a truck mean? I have no idea. I'm assuming it's an ass. Yeah, I guess. All those songs are about ass. Yeah, that's generally true. <laughs> Well, everybody, thanks again for tuning in to this episode of Don't Praise a Machine. And as always, we're saying thank you very much, Bill Paxton, <laughs> for being a friend of the show. We salute you, we miss you, and we thank you for true lies. Thank you so much, Bill. You know, I was in a waiting room. I was in a doctor's waiting room during the week. and um, Yeah. And as is often the case, they had sort of years old issues of New Idea and Who magazine and various kind of oh, yeah. crummy tabloids. And I found a Bill, Bill Paxson obituary and I thought, yeah. I thought I, I can tell right now that this is a sign and I, and I just want to say, I hear you loud and clear, Bill, you're sending us a message you're telling us you're a fan of the show. You're a fan of the show. And and we miss you. And good we, luck up there in heaven or wherever you might be. <laughs> and everybody, if you want to check out uh, some other good work by Bill Paxton, there's always <laughs> Big Love. Oh, yeah. show where he plays a Mormon a man who has three wives, and that was a show that I enjoyed in the mid-2000s. Have a great Tuesday. Every Well, I can't. I don't know when they're listening to this. Have a great day, Have a great everyone. week. And thanks for listening to the podcast. And hey, if you're enjoying the podcast, recommend it to a friend. Share it with a nemesis. Share it with somebody that you're indifferent to. Share it with your grand, it, a man named Stan. Put it in your... Put it in your Instagram bio. Put it in your Tinder bio. You. We heard um, one of our fans of the show put it in a dating profile mm. this week. 
So the link on the dating profile, so we're on Bumble. Somebody has us oh. on Boomble. So so when these when these uh, boys find this profile and they think, what's this girl into? They're going to click that podcast and yeah. have these two men chatting it up. Wow. Bunch of think, ideas. Shit, she's into funny and intelligent men. I can't, I can't compete with that. I can't compete. Swipe away. Swipe away. <laughs> Swipe away. Swipe away. 